I'm a certified health coach and I help people heal their relationships with food and their bodies. And I just recently started helping women start or grow their coaching businesses. On this podcast, we talk about intuitive eating, diet culture, fat positivity, healing your relationship with food, feminism, the capital P word, patriarchy. We talk about a wide range of topics. And my goal with everything that I do is to support you in feeling empowered, comfortable, confident in your skin, and supporting you in taking your life back from diet culture. Because if you're listening, then it's very possible that diet culture has taken your life from you, your ability to be happy, to be at peace, to go out to eat with your friends and your family. It stops you from putting yourself out there, going out to parties and events and all types of things. And today I want to talk about a concept that is typically thought of as being like woo woo and spiritual and sort of like new agey thinking. And I want to share with you how it is actually like incredibly super practical and I want to talk about the process of manifestation the law of attraction and how it can help you heal your relationship with food and help you in the recovery process if you are just starting that out or if you are in the middle of it and also if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner or just like anybody who wants anything in their lives this will be valuable and you will likely walk away with something that you can take and apply into basically any scenario in terms of like you bringing to life what it is that you want, what it is that you want for your reality. Now, a quick couple of quick little announcements before we dive into the topic. If you are loving the podcast, would you pretty, pretty please leave a ratings and review on iTunes? That always helps keep the podcast going. Now, of course, I love reading them. They make me feel happy and fuzzy and all of those things inside. It also really does help the podcast reach more people. And if you're getting value out of it, then it's very possible and likely that other people will as well. Now, if you don't have iTunes, no probs. You can totally share it in your Instagram stories. You can send the link to one of the episodes to a friend or a family member or someone in your life who you think would benefit from what we talk about on the pod. And also, if you didn't know, which you probably do, but my cookbook, Vegan Bootables, is out in the world. If you are looking for easy, delicious, nourishing, satisfying recipes, the recipes are super simple. They're great for like weeknight bites if you need something that's quick when you come home. And I have been getting really great feedback and it's been really awesome and I'm so happy about it. And I just want to remind you, you know, if you're in the market, if you have a birthday coming up or you need to shop and buy a gift for someone else, it makes a great gift. The book is pretty much wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, you name it. And I think that's all of my quick little announcements. So Let's get into today's podcast topic. So I know it might seem like a ridiculous topic for a podcast that's about food and body image and diet culture, but by the end of the episode, you might have a change of heart. At least I'm hoping you will. 
And as you guys may or may not know, I am becoming more woo-woo every single day. Over the last couple of years, spirituality has become a great part of my life. Now, whatever you believe, do you, to each their own. I'm not trying to push my beliefs on anybody or think that they're like the right way. I'm simply sharing something that has made a difference for me in my life. So even before I was introduced to sage or Palo Santo or spirit guides or goddess cards, before any of that entered into my life, I was introduced to the concept of law of attraction and manifestation. I think that the point of origin where these concepts came into my life was way back in the day when I watched the movie The Secret and I'm pretty sure I also read the book The Secret and I was introduced to this guy named Bob Proctor. He was featured in that documentary and I'm a genuine fan of his work more recently. I sort of like read that book and then like forgot all of it and like didn't really think about it or apply any of it to my life. It was just like popular and cool and I think like Oprah talked about it on her show. But it it came back into my life over the last couple of years and I have looked at Bob Proctor's work. I've been a student of his work. He has guided meditations, talks. I've never been to any of his events, but I have listened to podcasts where he's been interviewed. And I always end up leaving feeling inspired and empowered in my life to bring to life whatever it is I want to create. And he talks a lot about manifestation, the law of attraction, and how if we can see it on the mirror of our minds, we can manifest it in our material worlds. Now, the one little caveat or like subtext that I want to add to this is that I I don't want us to apply this concept to the idealized thin body that we see of ourselves in our mind. So I know that a lot of us will walk around and we have this image in our mind of what we look like or what we want to look like. And it's often like a thinner version of us or whatever. And so I don't want you to apply this concept to that because that would actually be really harmful. That's what drives us into like eating disorders, disordered eating, body shame and all of that. So that's the one little like subtext caveat that I want to add here is like too many of us have this vision in our mind of like what our life is going to look like when we get thin. And as you guys know, if you listen to this podcast you know, we might never be able to get to that idealized body. We might literally put our life on hold for years waiting for that body to arrive. And for a lot of us, getting to that idealized thin body would mean that we would have to drastically change the way that we're living. We'd have to put our health at risk and engage in a lot of negative behaviors that are in opposition to health. So that's the one little caveat I want to put in here. Please don't utilize this or think that I'm think or think that I am insinuating that that's not at all where I'm going okay now when I look back on my life I can see how I'm actually like one hell of a manifester and I'm not saying that to like brag or boast or whatever I can just look back and be like wow yeah damn like I'm I'm like actually kind of good at this stuff and it's also something that my friends have mirrored back to me that like when I say I'm gonna do something like I fucking get it done and it's really cool. I have like very get shit done kind of energy. I'm someone that you might describe as being like more masculine. Like I'm I'm someone who can figure out how to get things done and does get them done. I'm a doer for sure. And obviously there's some downsides to that way of being. But for the most part, it has greatly benefited me in my life. And I know that I've mentioned this on the podcast before that I think that I'm a good manifester and that I, you know, I have this like get shit done energy about me. And I can see when 
I get my mindset on something, I go for it and I do whatever it takes to bring it to life. And there, you know, that relentless, tenacious, faithful attitude is something that is so helpful when you are in the recovery process and the healing process or like any process, like if you're in college and you're getting a PhD or you want to start a business, whatever. And a lot of us assume or like critics of the law of manifest, the law of attraction and manifestation, like they kind of say you can't just like sit down on your couch and like imagine a million dollars coming to you and like poof, a million dollars is going to come to you. And, and like, yes, duh, no, like that's not how this shit works. A lot of us leave out the importance of taking actions because the law of attraction and manifestation they don't work if you don't take inspired action in alignment with that which you want to bring into your life so while these topics are traditionally traditionally thought of as new agey woo woo philosophies I actually don't think that they are that much they're actually like very practical and make a lot of sense and I can actually see the process of law of attraction and manifestation in the process of intuitive eating in re in like peeling off the layers of the diet mentality I can actually see how I teach the process of manifestation in my coaching without even intentionally doing it or without even realizing it. So it's actually like very fucking practical. Wow, I'm on like a swear word kick today. I don't know what got up my butt. Hopefully there's no kids around. If there are, put on some headphones. Okay, so the to give you a little bit of a background or to, I, to define these concepts, these terms, The law of attraction, in the most simplest explanation, is the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. It kind of makes me think about how your perspective is your life. Your perspective is your attitude. The way that you're choosing to look at things is the way that things are to you. So that's that. That makes sense there. Now, manifestation is when something theoretical is made real. Now manifestation's origins are in religion and spirituality because if something spiritual becomes real, it is said to be a manifestation. I also think that it doesn't necessarily need to be spiritual if to be a manifestation. Like if you, like for example, a couple of years ago, I had it in my mind that I knew one day I wanted to write a cookbook and I wasn't exactly sure when or how, But I knew it was something that I wanted to do and it was definitely in my mind. And eventually a cookbook offer came into my field. A publisher reached out to me and that manifested. The cookbook got released, you know, and it's awesome. Go buy it. And a lot of us think that there is no action involved in bringing something new into your reality, into your life. That's sort of like what the critics say about these concepts and while I massively believe that if you can see something in the mirror of your mind you can manifest it in your material world I think that action is necessary now what I mean is like think about cars or airplanes or any you know cool new invention computers iPhones all of these things these ideas and concepts started in someone's mind And then they figured out how to bring it to life, to reality. That is basically the process of manifestation. But you have to take action. Manifestation doesn't work. The law of attraction, in my opinion, does not work if you're not getting in 
the energy of what it is you want to call in, what you want to create. And if you're not taking actions in alignment towards it, you can't just like sit on your couch and twiddle your thumbs. That's like where a lot of us get like hung up on this whole concept. But the process of manifestation is thoughts lead to emotions, emotions lead to actions, and actions lead to results. And the law of attraction says that positive thoughts lead to positive things and that negative thoughts lead to negative things. And we can see this all over the damn place with the diet mentality. By no means am I saying that positive thinking alone can help you heal your eating disorder or your body shame. Obviously, again, we need that action piece. And I've also talked a lot about like trauma and the systemic issues at play and understanding like these larger dominant narratives that contribute to how we think and feel about ourselves. So I'm not like pretending that those aren't real, but stick with me, you know, stick with me here. If you think that you are, so what I want to do is I want to like go through the process of manifestation with you as it relates to diet mentality. So again, it's thoughts, emotions, actions, results. So if you have the thought that you're fat and ugly, that's going to lead to emotions like shame and sadness and guilt, which will lead to actions like restriction or punishing yourself with exercise which just might lead to the result of disordered eating and an eating disorder. Again, thoughts, emotions, actions, results. That's the process of manifestation. So if we think thoughts like my body is okay or my worth is not my weight, all bodies are good bodies, that those thoughts are likely going to lead to emotions like feeling calm or feeling comfortable or confident in our skin or feeling neutral about our body. And those emotions are going to lead to actions where we eat intuitively, where we nourish our body, we're honoring our hunger and our fullness, we're engaging in movement that feels good. And those actions are going to lead to results like a healthy, intuitive relationship with food in your body. So I've mentioned this on the podcast before, the mindset, your mindset is really where the work and the transformation begins, right? You can't just go from diet to diet different diet to different lifestyle if your thoughts are still the same if your thoughts are still the same about the diet and the lifestyle you're gonna get very similar results so again it goes back to our thoughts and something that I've realized in my life is when I am clear in my mind what I want what I am working towards it shifts my energy it shifts my emotional state and that ends up getting me into action actions in alignment with the results that I want And I can look back when I hit rock bottom, my own rock bottom in my eating disorder, which I talk about in episode, I believe it's 38. I made the decision that I was going to take recovery seriously and do whatever it takes. So even on the hard days, the days where I felt like I was going backwards or failing or not making progress, I was clear what my goal was and what I was working towards. And eventually the thoughts of this is what I'm working towards, this is what I want, Uh, left me in a mindset of determination and desire and it kept me in action which eventually led to the results of being in this highly recovered state that I'm in now and so my point is is that if you are wanting to have recovery the process of manifestation is massively going to help you so I want to give you a couple more examples from my own life where without really realizing it I was going through the process of manifestation and the process of the law of attraction to bring to life these things that I wanted. So for another example, when I was at my really cushy like corporate nine to five job at the law firm, I started out the very bottom entry level. I was a personal assistant 
And I was clear in my mind that I wanted to climb the ladder, that I wanted to get more responsibility. I wanted to be paid more. I wanted to not just stay at the entry level position. And by the time I left the law firm, I was there for four years, I was the director of client relations. So I got really clear in my mind. I had these thoughts of I'm capable of this. I want this. I can do this, et cetera, et cetera. That got me excited. That got me motivated. That got me um, willing to take risks and face my fears and take on bigger responsibilities. And that led to those actions and eventually the results of me, you know, getting paid more, getting a raise and getting promoted into these higher positions. Another example is like when I sold the restaurant, I was not sure what direction my career would take next. And eventually I had this thought that Instagram is going to bring me a career. And I remember thinking that thought over and over and over again. Like it was basically the script that ran in my mind all of 2017 and 2018. I was like, Instagram's going to bring me a career. And like, it got me excited. It got me inspired. It got me motivated to work hard on creating amazing content, building my following, posting on my blog. And eventually it led to my coaching business. And sure enough, I have a career that is largely based on Instagram. So my point is, get clear on recovery. Get clear on your recovery. Get clear on how you want to feel and how you want to think. Get clear on the thoughts you want to think and believe and think them over and over again. Let them impact your emotions, which will impact your results, which will impact your results. If you tell yourself you are allowed to eat carbs, you will have less fear and feel more calm which will lead to you no longer binging on the carbs, binge eating and binge eating on the carbs, which will eventually lead to food freedom. Now, of course, this can take time and be a process, but essentially it's rinse and repeat. It's essentially the process of manifestation. Again, thoughts, emotions, actions, results. So since we're on this topic, (laughs) if you are clear that you want to heal your relationship with food and you want some help doing that, You want someone to help you rewire your brain, to change your mindsets, to change your results, to support you in having a shift in your emotional state, no longer feeling guilt and shame, but feeling at peace, feeling like food is no big deal. And you want support in taking new actions around food and around how you relate to your body and exercise, and thus you want the results of food freedom, I'd love to support you in doing that. This is essentially what I do in my coaching business, and I didn't fully like mean to do this it's just something that I've realized when I've reflected on what it is that I do so I would love to support you if you want to learn about coaching just go to my website karaskitchen.net kara with a c kitchen with the k and you just go to the work with me tab you can apply for a complimentary discovery call a complimentary discovery call is essentially a free coaching session I calendar out 40 to 60 minutes and we spend that whole time talking about you what you're struggling with what you would need to do to to find food freedom to heal your relationship with food and it's a great opportunity to talk with someone who really empathizes with what you're going through who's been there who wants to support you and help you so please don't hesitate to reach out for one of those calls You have nothing to lose. Again, it's totally free. It's my gift to you. And you will walk away with value from that call, whether we work together or not. That is always my goal. And if you have had the thought in your mind that you want Instagram to bring you a career too, if you've had the thought that you want to start your own coaching business, be sure to reach out and apply for the Embodied Rebel Academy or the ERA. The ERA is a group coaching program for women who want to learn how to facilitate a transformation 
in someone's relationship with food and their body image and learn how to start or grow a coaching business. There are three main phases to the ERA. The first phase is a diet culture deep dive. Essentially, Brandilyn Tebow and I, who's leading this with us, she's a transformational coach, food and body image coach, and she and I are going to teach you everything you need to know about diet culture, the dominant narratives. We're going to teach you the nine myths that keep people struggling with their relationship with food. And if someone is struggling with their relationship with food, it is simply because they are believing one of these nine myths. And we support you in in basically knowing everything you need to know so that you can literally help change the paradigm and be the change you want to see in the world in in diet culture in these areas that have affected us so much for generations and generations now phase two of the era is is a is all about transformational coaching skills we are going to teach you how to facilitate a transformation we're going to teach you how to coach you know, with coaching, it's important that you understand how to help someone find food freedom, help them find body liberation and how to do that without re-traumatizing them, without, you know, causing more problems. And we're going to teach you how to do that. And the skills that you're going to learn are, are life skills. Like they're going to be applicable to every single area of your life. And through learning these skills and learning this information, not only are you going to be equipped to help other people, but it's also drastically going to improve the quality of your own life. The skills that we're teaching you um, how to facilitate, you know, the transformational coaching skills, you can utilize in any area even for your own struggles with your relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And then phase three of the ERA, Embodied Rebel Academy, is the foundations of starting or growing a business. We're going to teach you how to build a platform of influence, how to build coaching programs, how to find your ideal clients, how do you how do you have a discovery call, a sales call? How do you collect payment? What are the legal you know, guidelines and, and laws that you have to follow in order to do this? We're going to support you in how to lay the foundation for a business and make it sustainable and profitable. And we're really excited about this. Like we already have spots that are filling. We have interviews set up already uh, for the rest of the spots. We only have a limited number of spots for this. So applications are open now. Brandilyn and I are incredibly stoked about this. You know, we have been able to reach thousands of people between the two of us. You know, thousands of people have listened to this podcast, have come to her events, my events, hang out on our Instagrams. And we know that in order for us to continue to grow this movement and to help even more people and like really shift the paradigm and to really help future generations no longer struggle with these issues, We want to train other women on how to be transformational coaches and how to be the change that we're fighting for, educating for, and working so hard to transform within our culture. So the ERA starts, we start April 4th. That's when our first, that's when it launches. So, you know, it is March 11th when I'm recording this. So don't wait. If you are interested, you, the link is in my bio on Instagram at Kara's Kitchen and you can go to the sales page and read all about it, apply for the program or the link to go to the page is bit.ly forward slash the ER Academy. So bit.ly forward slash capital T H E capital E capital R capital A C A D E M Y. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash the ER Academy. You can find the link in my bio. We'd 
love to support you in bringing this dream, this mission to life. So if you envision yourself being an entrepreneur, working from home, working while working from anywhere, being able to travel, having more freedom, being able to have more control around the money, the amount of money you make. Like when you work for someone, do I while you can ask for a raise and all of those things, you don't have as much control around your lifestyle, around your schedule and around the amount of money you can make. And a lot a lot of us work jobs that pay the bills but they don't turn our soul on. You know, they aren't making the world a better place. We're not passionate about them. And this is an opportunity for you to really create a life that you love, that helps people, that makes the world a better place. So if you're interested in the ERA, please reach out to us. We'd love to have you apply. And if we think, you know, you're a good fit based on the application, we'll hop on a call and we'll see if it's a great fit. I'm totally stoked about this to be able to teach other women what I've learned and support other women in having the freedom and the ability to have an incredibly fulfilling career. So, okay, just to reiterate, <laughs> the process of manifestation and the law of attraction can help you with anything in your life, but they can definitely help you with healing your relationship with food. So to wrap it up, just a reminder, the process of manifestation is thoughts lead to emotions, which, which leads to actions, which leads to results. And the law of attraction says that positive thoughts lead to positive things and negative thoughts lead to negative things. Okay, I hope you got a lot out of this episode. And I will see you guys all next week on the pod. Thank you so, so much for tuning in.